So because this is our fifth lockdown, um, I want to share with you today one way that we can keep hope and joy and courage alive during this time and during other times in our lives when we're going through really difficult things, when we're really struggling to see the light in the darkness. It's a way that countless individuals and generations have utilized over the years in their darkest times. Slaves longing for freedom, prisoners facing execution, martyrs at the stake. Many of them did this one thing that not only gave them the ability to endure, but also left a lasting legacy for others. What did they do? They sang. That's how African-American spirituals were born, and that's why anthems exist and how movements gained momentum. Songs lift us up, and it doesn't matter if you can sing like an angel or if you're tone deaf, singing makes you feel better, and that's been scientifically proven. A 2015 study uh, by Fankard um, Ofger measured the amount of cortisol, you know, the stress hormone, in um participants' saliva before and after they sang. And they found that after singing, that stress level had decreased. Another study in 2004 suggested that singing can boost your immune system. They tested and they found antigens um, for, you know, antibodies and uh, that the body produced to be able to fight off disease. And they've discovered that that only happened when you, or it happened more, I should say, when you were singing and not just listening to the music. A 2012 study by Dunbar found that music elevates pain thresholds by releasing oxytocin and endorphins. So if you're in pain and you're going through a hard time, the idea is that singing can mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically make you feel better. Singing enhances our memory, improves mental health, gives us a sense of belonging when we are singing collectively as a group together. We were created to sing. The Bible, which is a collection of 66 books written over 2,500 years, is full of songs, nearly 200 songs. And most of them are found in the book of Psalms, which is actually a songbook. Unfortunately, we have the lyrics, but we don't have the, the, you know, the sheet music. We don't know how the song sounded, but we have the lyrics that inspire many artists throughout the centuries to create their own um, melodies from from those and create their own songs but there are other songs as well outside of the book of psalms for example in lamentations chapter 3 verses 21 to 23 this is one of the famous passages or songs it says this i recall to mind therefore i have hope through the lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is your faithfulness. Last year, Christian songwriter Ginny Owens, who I'm going to talk more about in a minute, published a book called Singing in the Dark, Finding Hope in the Songs of Scripture that delves into some of these songs if you would like to learn more. Singing has always been a regular and significant part of worship since the beginning of time, even before Sin and even outside of humanity, we know that angels sing and have been singing long before that night when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Angels worship God in heaven by singing. And over and over throughout the Bible, God's people are called to sing. Here's just a few of them. 
Psalm chapter 30, verses 4 and 5. Sing the praises of the Lord, you His faithful people. Praise His holy name. For His anger lasts only a moment, but His favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Here's Psalm 96, verse 1. O oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His wonders among all people. And even in the New Testament, Colossians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, Let the word of Christ dwell with you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, the person who wrote Colossians was a man named Paul who used to persecute the Christians, but he has this dramatic conversion experience, and then he becomes one of the best missionaries for the Christian church, traveling throughout the Roman Empire, sharing Jesus with anyone and everyone. Despite the fact that he was beaten and imprisoned and stoned and ultimately executed for it. For example, once when Paul and his colleague Silas were imprisoned um, in a city called Philippi, you know, they had been beaten and stripped and, 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 and uh, you know, whipped. And then their hands and feet were shackled and thrown into prison. But here's what they do. It says in Acts chapter 16, verses 23 onwards, When they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. In the middle of the night, in their pain, right? In that uncertainty of what tomorrow is going to bring, Paul and Silas sang their hearts out, singing praises to God. And those songs about God's love, those songs about God's power and mercy, it changed, it transformed that prison from a place of torment to a place of worship. That's the power of singing. This is Jenny Owens. She's a Christian songwriter and singer that I mentioned before, and she also happens to be blind since the age of three. Now, Ro and I uh, were privileged enough to attend one of her concerts in 2010. We were dating at the time, and Ro had uh, bought us these tickets to the concert, and I was so excited. Um, so I dressed up nicely. I wanted to make a good impression, but I cried the whole time, and I was sniffling and wiping my nose on my dress. So but he still married me, so it worked out. But I was crying because the minute she walked out onto that stage, you know, she had someone guide her to the piano and she sat down and without saying anything, she opened her mouth and she sang, be thou my vision. And she had me at that moment and I cried the rest of the concert because I was so moved by her incredible faith. And it just transformed every word she sang, um, just knowing that how in how it's not just a statement of faith, you know, be thou my vision, literally for her. Right? God is her vision. She trusts in that darkness what God reveals to her. She has another song called Wonderful Wonder. And again, the lyrics just move me so much. 
It says, I don't know the ocean's crystal blue, and I don't climb the mountains for the view, or wish upon the stars above my head, or bear witness to a marvelous sunset. But the very thought of things I've never seen is all it takes to bring me to my knees. Oh, what a wonderful wonder, a display of great beauty and power. Oh, what a wonderful wonder you are to me. I wish that I could see life through your eyes, to gaze upon the canvas from your side, to understand all that you've done before, and to realize the plans you have in store. And when I long to know what I don't see, you give me the courage to believe. You can listen to the rest of that song and her other songs on her YouTube channel. But my favorite song um, of hers is called If You Want Me To, and it was her first original song. That song has gotten me through a lot of dark nights. Ginny wrote that song right after she got out of uni. She wanted to be a music teacher, so she applied to all these schools. She says she, she applied to hundreds of them, and she had a good resume. She had, she had done well in school, and uh, she had good recommendations. And so she would, get the, she would send in these resumes, and they would schedule the interview. But every single time she went for the interview, she would walk in, you know, um, with her cane, and the interviewer would realize that she's blind, and immediately they would say, uh, no. You can't have this job without even speaking with her. She rejected over and over and over again by people who thought she couldn't do that job because she was blind. And facing that discrimination and just not even being able to prove herself, she was thoroughly discouraged, right? Wondering, well, what, she, what is she going to do now? You know, she had studied to be a music teacher. Um, what else could she do? And while she was in this place of despair, she read something that transformed her perspective. She, re she was reading about this conversation, well, this correspondence between a young girl and a Christian writer. This young girl had written a letter to the Christian writer saying how she was going through a really tough time and all the awful things that had happened in her life. And she said, but I know that these trials are going to make me stronger. And then the Christian writer wrote back to that girl and said, you know, it's never the trial that makes us stronger. It's what we choose to do with that trial. If we choose to lay that at the foot of the cross and say, Lord, I give this to you. It's not the trial that makes us stronger. It's our response. It's what we choose to do with that trial that's going to make us either stronger or that will break, that will make us, you know, just keep us in that place of despair. And that place of brokenness. Ginny also said that she um, read this verse that encouraged her. In James chapter 2, verses 2 to 4, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And Ginny, Ginny realized, man, I'm going through a really tough time now. You know, I'm praying, God, help me to be a music teacher. Help me to get a job um, at a school. But her prayer is not being answered. And so she, she, she realizes through, um, you know, praying and, and reading through this and learning about this, she realizes, you know what? I can't change that. But I can trust that perhaps as I go through this, God is doing something in my heart. 
teaching me patience. And one day he's gonna he's gonna bring me to something else, right? He has a plan for me. Shortly after, um, words, you know, she, because through this time she wrote that song, "If You Want Me To," and a year later, that song won her the title of the Gospel Music Association's New Artist of the Year. And Ginny went on to produce several albums and multiple uh, win multiple awards. So she didn't become a music teacher, but God had a plan for her. In her book published just a few months ago, she wrote this. Ignoring the darkness doesn't make it light. Avoiding brokenness doesn't bring redemption. But singing in the dark can heal us and change us. When our songs are directed toward God, the giver of song and healing, they ultimately bring us hope and joy and growing courage. That's the courage that Jane has discovered. This is Jane, also known as Nightbird, her stage name. She recently got a golden buzzer from Simon Cowell for her performance on America's Got Talent. And her song was number one on the U.S. iTunes song sales chart the very next day. And it's not just because of her singing. Her singing is fantastic. It's extraordinary. But it's her story and her character that, that really made the difference. Jane's been battling uh, terminal cancer for several several years now. But what's amazing about Jane is that here she's given this very difficult challenge. And also, um, you know, after she got her diagnosis, her husband left her. So she, you know, went through a really difficult few years and still going through difficult years. But the amazing thing about Jane is that she still has an incredible joy and hope and courage. And, um, you know, people have been interviewing her to find out how are you able to to have this incredible perspective of gratitude in your life. Um, and I've been listening to the interviews and I found her blog and I read her blog, which is so powerful. I invite you to, to read it. I want to share a portion of it with you. In one of her blogs called God on the Bathroom Floor, this is what she writes. When she's going through those really difficult times when she's, you know, so exhausted, throwing up in the bathroom, just so sick. Um, she says, I remind myself that I'm praying to the God who let the Israelites stay lost for decades. They begged to arrive in the promised land, but instead, he let them wander. Answering prayers, they didn't pray. For 40 years, their shoes didn't wear out. Fire lit their path each night. Every morning, he sent them mercy bread from heaven. I look hard for the answers to the prayers that I didn't pray. I look for the mercy bread that he promised to bake fresh for me each morning. The Israelites called it manna, which means, what is it? That's the same question I'm asking again and again. There's mercy here somewhere, but what is it? What is it? What is it? I see mercy in the dusty sunlight that outlines the trees, in my mother's crooked hands, in the blanket my friend left for me, in the harmony of the wind chimes. It's not the mercy that I asked for, but it is mercy nonetheless. And I learn a new prayer. Thank you. It's a prayer that I don't mean yet, but will repeat until I do. You can read the rest of her blogs um, on this website, nightbird.co. It's not com. It's not a typo. It's actually just co. Her story, her words, and her songs um, remind me 
of this Bible passage. Once again, Paul, that Christian、um, missionary from the first century, he wrote this to the church in Corinth. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So whether it's lockdowns, cancellations of plans, uncertainties, or other challenges that discourage us. The hope that we are given is that day by day we can be renewed in our hearts, as we fix our eyes not on the things that trouble us, but on what is unseen, but so present, which is that mercy of God, hidden perhaps in the corners and the silent moments, but it is there. You know, Jane、um, in the interview she talks about how she chose the 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 stage name Nightbird. Because one night she was having a really difficult time, you know she can't sleep and she's so ill, and it was pitch black middle of the night when she heard these birds singing outside of her window, and she thought they're singing as if the sun has come up, even though there is no proof of it yet, and so that's why her stage name is Nightbird. Because even though her her cancer hasn't gone away, and even though she, her husband left her and she's going through so much, she is able to sing as if the sun has already come up. And that's why we sing, not because everything is awesome, and not because we're living in this alternative, you know, universe of La La Land, but because we are in pain, because we're living through uncertain times, because our prayers haven't been answered yet. That's why we pray. We pray to increase our faith, to increase our courage in what we are singing about and who we are singing to. We sing for the eternal glory that is to come, even though it is still night. We sing for the day when the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in His wings. So, what are you going to sing today? What's going to be your song during this lockdown that's going to help you through that valley? You know, I I, I、um, decided to preach a sermon, and and I I really wanted to to share a song at the end that was going to encapsulate、um, what I was sharing about the songs in the night and all this, and、um, and I, I I also needed to be able to find a song that I could live stream legally, you know,、um, and respectfully of the artists, etc. So I spent hours. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have I, sh- I shouldn't have、um, spent so much time on it, but I spent hours trying to find the perfect song. I listened to so many songs. Finally, at two a.m. last night, I gave up and said, "All right, well, you know what? It is what it is." And so I, I had a song that I had settled on, and、um, it was actually a song that Micah and Joshua had had sung、um, because the song "Bless the Blessing"、um, last year was was. Um, produced during the pandemic, and and it kind of became an anthem that, excuse me, an anthem that many countries and many people around the world took up. So you have people singing the blessing, and I last year Micah and Joshua,、um, because I was playing it so much, they got into it, and so they had sung it, and I recorded them, and I thought, well, I can I can share this legally, etc. And so、um, I was I was I had edited it、um, on iMovie and. 
I was ready to, sh- to settle for that. And so it's two o'clock. I'm exhausted. I'm like, all right, well, I should move on to preparing children's Sabbath school. So uh, during the lockdown, ever since last year, the South Pacific Division has been producing these amazing children's Sabbath school videos called King's Kids on YouTube. Um, and so I usually utilize uh, some aspects of that for our Sabbath school, for our local church. And so um, I was like, all right, let me watch it this week to see which bits I want to I wanna share. So I'm watching the Kids Kids episode for today, which was put out yesterday, um, which is, which was about Peter. And anyway, I'm watching and I cannot believe my eyes and ears because, um, they have this one section of the King's Kid episode that was just exactly the song that I needed. And so I have that for you now. My soul to sing your song, even when my eyes can't see. When I can't seem to carry on, I know your hand is guiding me. I know your hand is guiding me. Path straight. 
In the middle of the night, I had found the perfect song about learning to sing.、Um, learning to sing in that darkness, just like birds sing in the middle of the night, even though the sun hasn't come yet up yet, because they know it will. And I want to encourage you to, in the comfort of your home, right, just find that song that 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 expresses your prayer to God during this time. Crank it up and sing. Doesn't matter if 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 you're off, if your timing's off. Doesn't matter if you get the words wrong. Just sing, sing with your heart, in spirit and in truth. That's the worship that God loves. And I and I, you know, today it's cold and raining outside. I mean, it's not raining; it was earlier, but it's gray. You know, we're in lockdown, and we have all these challenges in our lives. And even though our future is unknown and scary, even though we can't see past the darkness, sing, because the dawn is coming. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for creating us to sing, for giving us the gift of music. That through its power we can find healing and hope and joy and peace and courage to live through the valleys and trials of our lives. Father, I want to pray for our church. We are kind of also in that place of uncertainty. We have a lot of questions、um, ahead of us, but Father, we trust in you. We know that man's plans may fail, but that your plans. Cannot be stopped, and so Father, help us to to know what Your plans are and to cooperate and obey. Father, I want to pray for people in our church who are going through a very difficult time, whether it's health challenges or、um, their loved ones being in trouble, or financial difficulties, or perhaps、um, work is really stressful, and relationships have been really difficult. Father, I want to pray that you would draw near to each and every one of them, and give them a song in the night. Whisper to them a melody that they can sing. Perhaps they don't have the energy to 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 sing through their voices, but sing through their hearts and and lift up to heaven. That through that singing, Father, we can be transformed to experience. That special relationship with you, that can give us a certainty during these uncertain times, and that can give us hope,、um, and that give us purpose for living. And Father, may our singing, may our sharing, then be heard、uh, by others around us, and may it be a witness to them of your mercy and love. I pray in the name of your Son Jesus. Amen. <laughs>